Okay, and it has been a while, but hello everybody, it is Joe and Joe's Companion. We're back after an unexpected hiatus. Uh, I'm here with one of my friends, uh, I've known this guy for a while, he was uh, met him on Xbox. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey guys, um, my name is Valk. Um, I'm the stupid fucking weeb uh, who just plays video games and tries to write, but you know, fails because I'm terrible at making sure I get things done on time. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Alright, so, um, today we are taking a look back because new season of anime just finished and with it, you know, it takes a couple of series that I enjoyed and a couple of series that are still going into the next season. But the biggest one, well, one of the biggest ones, and my personal big one is Shield Hero. Now, yeah. anybody who follows me on uh, anything, they know that I love Shield Hero. They know that I hate three out of four of the Cardinal Heroes. <laughs> they know that I... I think that's everyone, buddy. You know, it's pretty straightforward. But, um, yeah, no. So, Shield Hero ended, and with Shield Hero, from being in the previous season starting, where, like, how Slime started one season and finished in Shield Hero's season, Shield Hero's now finishing in another person's series, and with it, we lose a lot. So, just to go over it, Shield Hero was great. It was really well done. I... Could not be happier with the way they handle it. I had some personal gripes that were very, very, very small. They were kind of like, you know, those those things where you're just like, you know, it's not really that important. And they overall did a great job, so it's really not not that big of a deal. For people who read the light novel, they know that uh, one of the characters that continuously shows up, uh, Val, you know which one I'm talking about. Yep. The old yep. lady. She oh, Hank lady. Yes. yes. This old lady, she just keeps showing up, and, like, the entire time, you know, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, are they gonna, like, tell them, like, why she's here, and, like, why she's actually an important character? And, you know, they never really do. They're just like, she's just some crazy old lady who knows how to fight. But... Yeah, they don't mention how high her level is. I mean, no, that is something that's very something very important it, too. It's conveniently forgotten about in the show, but yeah. then again, you know, they're trying to cram a whole bunch of stuff into two the two cores worth of anime. So yeah, two cores worth of anime, and they fit in roughly. I want to say five. I think for yeah. the novel. Volume 5 for the light novel, and manga-wise, manga I think they got up to um, around the same. I think the manga and the light novel were about the same length at that point. It was about chapter... I think that chapter 40-ish in the manga, because the big, big scene that, you know, everybody was waiting for since episode 1. Like, since episode 1, everybody was waiting for episode 21. Or was it 22? I can't remember which one. Episode 21 and 22. Everybody was waiting for that. Like, hands down, like, <laughs> counting 21. the moments, counting the moments of when S.H.I.E.L.D., now Fumi, got his retribution against... I, I mean, you know this already, but, you know, personally, I started reading the light novels after the show came out, and thank you for that, 
by the way. Um, yeah, you're welcome. Because and like as soon as I realized I fucking hate this woman, like she needs to die. I was like, I gotta pick up these books. I gotta, I gotta read this revenge of Naofumi's because I am not waiting two months for this. Yeah, no, and it's the right decision. I, I almost got one of my friends to do the same thing. They were reading it, but she ended up not finishing up. She didn't finish catching up before the anime caught up to that scene. But glorious scene, and for uh, anybody who you know knows, you're not supposed to call her what her other old name is. You know, her name is bitch. <laughs> and uh, her adventure name or is whore. Slut. Or was it Whore? Or was it was Slut? It, it was, uh, depends on which translation you have. Um, the show translates it to Slut and the book translates it. Yeah. But they're the same thing for all intents and purposes. Words in yeah, that's, that sounds about right. So, you know, that's, that's pretty much how that goes. Shield Hero was a very good balance of action just a little bit of comedy there was it was overall for the most part a very serious show but it had some bits of comedy and it had some dry humor and the dry humor fit very well especially in the very beginning well, you gotta have a bit of levity yeah, yeah. and it also than, otherwise it's just torture porn <laughs> like that. well i i rescind that statement some people not most <laughs> but yes and it also brought with us one of the season's favorite waifus, where half of the people were like, I want to marry this girl, and the other half are like, we must protect her at all costs. Look, look I'm just glad that the anime community finally realized there was a character that maybe they shouldn't lose. Yep. I mean, remember right at the beginning, it was all, protect the raccoon molly. Yep. And you know, everyone's like, yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah. And then we had a repeat last season with the uh, Senko song. <laughs> yes, no. Protect the lolly. Protect the raccoon. She's adorable. She's great. Even when she thinks she's an adult. My favorite my favorite scene from uh, the series was well, two of my favorite scenes. In the very beginning when uh, she starts leveling up and she has the adult body. And now Fumi's just watching as everybody gives <laughs> yeah. her all the stuff. And he's just like Man, I knew it was in a different world, but I didn't think everybody would pedophiles. Like, this is bad. Like, he, he did not realize how big just, she got. Literally just somehow sees her as a 10-year-old girl, despite the fact that, you know, he has to angle his head differently to look into her eyes. Like, yeah. dude, but that's, you have some serious trust issues. But that's some just, very deep-seated issues. That's just how his mind was at the time. It was... Yeah, like, I mean, try and hold on to every last shred of innocence you can have. You know? Yeah. No, it's, it's pretty, it was pretty bad, but like, she was the reason why he was able to get through that, 100%. And then, the next waifu, which isn't really a waifu, this one was more of a, if you thought for t Don't Lose the Lolly was a thing, oh my god. The whole protect this one was to a whole nother level. Just the sheer adorableness of this child. <laughs> like, oh boy. Oh, she, yeah, she gets on your nerves sometimes. But, she know. does, and she, but she, she was, a, she's literally like what, one and a half. 
by the yeah. end of the, by the end of the anime. Yeah, I mean she's got a little bit more intelligence than that, but she's still very much a strange. Yeah, she's pretty much like, a, she's much a little chip. Philo was great. Like the falafels were basically chocobos. Falafels. That's what I call it. Don't don't even go there. You know this. I to this day I have not said this word right, and I just don't care. You do the myself. same thing with like the simplest Japanese words too. The characters say them right in front of you, and you manage to turn into a thing you find on the dollar menu at McDonald's. <laughs> it's a skill. It's a skill that I will never turn away. But this. Uh. That, Falafels, by the way, people. Yeah. Not yeah. falafels. Whatever. Whatever. Philo, she was great. She was a great addition to the cast. I loved her when she was small. I loved her when she was big. I loved the interaction with the falafel. With, whatever. With the queen. Which, by the way, that was the real waifu of the season. The queen. The queen is a milk. A monarch I'd like to form an alliance with. Yep. Also, great. she has fucking abs. She does. She is Dude. one of... Oh, man. Top quality. Top yes, quality. Please, sign me up. Takes no shit. Damn near almost killed her husband on site. Like, it wasn't even like a joke. She straight up almost murdered this man Bitch, on you site. and Ice now. Yeah, like, it was hilarious. This, that, like, everything up to that point. Cool they, jets, buddy. They handled it very well. So, Shield Hero was definitely one of the best shows from last season. Um, honestly, you ask me, though, the problems started, like, coming in towards the end. Because, uh, you know, they... They obviously realized, oh wait, we're actually on a content like we gotta fit a bunch of things in here, so you know. Um Best Girl uh Rishia uh, gets her name said improperly in the uh Crunchyroll subs. I don't know if it's different on Foundation, probably isn't. <laughs> but they call her Rishia. This like the fact that this is like one of the few characters with a fairly hard R in her name. Yep. And Lishia just sounds weird. Yeah. Um, For those who don't know, also she had like a two minute introduction. Yeah, she did. There, there was a lot of characters. She got shafted. There's a lot of characters that uh, really didn't get introduced that really should have or whatnot. But like they were fitting a lot of content into 24 episodes, and it's like it really brings the show just how much they have to try to fit in the beginning in 24 episodes when they know they don't when they don't know if they're gonna have more episodes because. If not for them cutting a lot of content and moving some stuff around, we probably wouldn't even gotten the last fight that we got. Yeah, look. I was like, okay, look, this series is better end with Calvera and it did. So yeah. I'm happy. Because yeah. we got we got to see boy. We got to see Lark. Yeah, Lark. That was also like a lot oh of people. I gotta love that guy. Like he he's he's a he's a gem. He's a gem. But overall and no real and no real gripes with Shield Heroes. As well done as Slime. And for anybody that knows, I fucking love Slime. Slime was my shit. So But we are forgetting the one question that has divided the community for the past week now. Yes, please. Was it a kiss suit or a hug? We, all of us real people know it was a hug. Because the other favorite scene of mine from the, from the anime was on the beach, where she shows off that whole new outfit. 
and he literally looks at her and he's like, perfect. You look perfect for this chubby penguin suit. Yup. Everything, uh, everything you need. This She's point, trying to be pretty, but now Boomy only sees utility. <laughs> he literally, literally only sees utility. And it's just like two. That was one of the very good things too, is because his character stayed consistent throughout the entire series. He doesn't see her as a love interest. He sees well, her as something to protect. Which at least a, for now. Yeah. Which a lot of people in a lot of fandoms should take a hint about. <clears throat> yeah. So, moving. Let's start with name a fandom. There's too many. There's too many that I don't want to get into because we'll just oh, get God. sidetracked. So moving yeah. on from that, there were a lot of 12 episode core shows. There was um, Sutter's on My, which I started. I got about halfway through. Uh, it's on my back burner to finish when I have time. But it started off phenomenally strong. Like I was cracking up the entire time during every episode, and it's also very. Intriguing because there's not a lot of anime uh, have a main character. Well, they, they do, but like not in this sense where the, one of the main characters is like a heavy crossdresser or something like that. Sirens on my had one in the first episode. Not haven't seen one like that since Gotcha Man Crowds, and Gotcha Man Crowds is done phenomenally by the way. But that anime was solid. Then you had um the Civil Servants, I believe. Yes, Civil Servants. Why don't you take um, this? Honestly, like, that show was something that, you know, I didn't exactly, you know, think about, like, you know, oh, I, I need to get home and watch this, you know, this is big deal. But that being said, it was still a fairly entertaining show, you know? It's not something you watch, at least personally, for someone else. This probably, you know, is the greatest show ever. Um, but for me, at least it was a good thing to put on when, you know, I needed to pass 25 minutes and just yeah. had absolutely nothing to do. It's a fairly well-written show, not gonna lie. Most episodes, you know, are an open and close type deal where you've got one case in that one episode, and then a different case the next, a couple of them have extended storyline but you know it's a fun little show yeah no um, i agree it's like is there's a lot to that show that um i like to call it the law and order anime edition of Japanese yeah Hardcore. yeah like it, it's 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 lighthearted. Let me, let me put this out front it is very lighthearted, but it does get serious and it stays factual with Japanese lore. Yeah. So I mean, what, what's great about it is it doesn't even limit itself to Japanese lore. No, it does I mean, not. Now, the last one has a uh, Eastern European god in it, and honestly, that was like a really... I'm not even kidding, the last episode was my favorite episode of the show. Yeah, and... Like, flat out. Like that's that that should be the case for most people. Some people love the last episode. Some people hate the last episode. But like this show, it it does it well. How how it does its things and how it like handles everything. It, it's like like you said, it was a great show that's just kind of like 
laid back, play it while you're doing something else, while you're reading, trying to get some work done, if you want something on the screen to look at, and it, it definitely fits that bill, it's definitely at least worth giving it a look if you're into finding something quick to watch. Another thing that started this season, for my sports fans, Diamond Oasis. Uh, all my sports fans that I know, they loved the first two seasons that came out, and this delivers just as much as that did, and that's all I have to say on that, because I don't want to spoil it, because it's going to be continuing. I don't know how long it's going to continue, because it's it's not catching up to the manga, per se. It's still got a ways to go to catch up to the manga, but I think they might break it up into a smaller core than they did with uh, the first rendition, because the first rendition was... They had over 400 chapters to work with when they first started it, so... That's that's that. Uh, there was a couple other anime uh, that I want to talk about. There's one that Velk is in particular very into. If you want to get into that one, you know what we're oh, talking about. Fuck, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> the dumpster fire, also known as uh, "Why the hell are you here, teacher?" Uh, a show about um, four teachers. Absolutely no morality because they're like, oh yeah, let's fucking date. Uh. <laughs> All right, so let me let me let me take over for a moment here. This show, it's not a full episode show. It's uh, one of the mini ep- mini series, so it's like twelve minute episode, twelve minute episodes, twelve episodes, twelve minute episodes. I kid you not. It's like they took the fan service drama, turned it to max. And then was just like, let's throw four generic characters here, and four somewhat interesting characters here, and you're gonna be saying, "Where this show's whole purpose is to make you say, what the fuck and why are you there? That, that's the whole purpose of the show, and it does it perfectly. It's not great. It's not good. It's funny. It's stupid. It's funny, but let's just say you'd be embarrassed if your dog walked in. Yeah, yeah, it's it blurs. Uh, you talk about a show that blurs the line between anime and uh, hentai. This does it almost as much as Two Love Rooted. Two Love Rooted is notorious for that. All I know is there are people who are waiting for the Blu-ray release to get rid of the uh, unique censoring, but um. I actually really enjoyed the unique censoring. But I thought there was the honestly best part. that was one of the high points for me. Yeah, like the unique censoring was like, one of the high oh, points. Wait, Where do you think you're going, Verve? <laughs> Wait, you can't see this. <laughs> that 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 show was like it, it was it was something. Let me tell you, I watched it, and that's about as far as I can say. <laughs> uh, this was a thing to now be. Banished to the depths of hell. Yeah, I'll probably, I probably would not recommend somebody to watch it. If they wanted to watch an etchy show, go watch some Uragian. It's, it's systematically better in every single way. But it's go still, watch High School DxD. Yeah, High School DxD is also a really good etchy show. I mean, that that actually has plot, like legitimately. In both um, ways, in both ways, uh, it has plot yes. in both ways. Uh, <laughs> so. Oh, okay. Moving oh, on we from- can't forget about Isekai Quartet. 
Ah, yes, that one was your forte, because I never got a chance to actually watch yes. it. Yes. Um, honestly, I went into it thinking, okay, this is going to be kind of hard for them to pull off, because they have to make all these different characters that are written to balance off of each other work together. Yeah. But, you know, it actually kind of works. Um, for those of you who are sleeping under a rock for the past uh, 13 weeks or so, yeah, technically, Isekai Quartet is um, the ultimate anime crossover series. Um, again, it's freaking uh, it's 12 episodes, 12, 13 minutes. So I have a 12 or 13 episode. 12 or 13. And I'm pretty um, sure I got confirmed for next season, right? Uh, I'm not certain. That in the show, they said they're going to do a second season. Okay. But, you know. Yeah. What can you do? Um, it has uh, a main crew of Homosuba, um, the uh, four guardians and Ainz from Overlord. It's got... Uh, Everyone's favorite uh, little demon girl, uh, Rem, her sister Rom, Subrin, Amelia from uh, ReZero, uh, second season of her, yeah. Yep. Um, and uh, the uh, crew of Saga of Tanya the Evil. Um, and it's actually just a damn good time. It's a fun little 12 minute show to spend some time on, right? So, you get some time. Definitely don't binge that. Yeah, no, like, it's pretty much just like a, a, a random mishmash, and they're in class, right? Like, they're not, there's no real arcing plot, right? Yeah, I mean, there is kind of, um, I'm a, a little saddened that, uh, best girl Eris only showed up for the last couple episodes, but Union's in a class all of her own. She doesn't have any classmates. Oh, poor Union. Oh. Everyone's heart goes out to Union. Just look at our slash Union's. <laughs> all right, so that's another series to keep in, keep in mind. Uh, actually, quite a few twelve-minute episode series that were out this year. They've been coming out like under the radar. Yeah, but I mean, even like a little three-minute series like uh, Joshi Kelsey came out, and that was all right. I mean, you know, the entire premise of it is no one talks and they convey everything entirely. Yeah, imagery. But again, that was just another fun little show to pass by. No, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, like those shows are great like to have despite how much i say i hate that show why the hell are you here sensei was indeed a great show to pass the time for 12 minutes while i was reading a book or like working on something or trying to get something done it's kind of there and it's like something like, uh, uh, like falcon's a witness to this i literally had just paused one of the episodes because i was just so confused at how the physics how the anime, not even just regular physics, the anime physics got that absurd. Like, yeah, I mean, when you're questioning anime physics, you know that there are things going a little over. Going a little, just a teeny bit overboard. Now, there is one sh one more show that's ending 
within the next couple weeks that a lot of people I know watch, a lot of people are fans of, and won't shut up about being fans of. Um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure yes. is coming to an end. Part five is ending. Um, As you don't mind, please indulge. So, we are currently in the uh, last part of part five of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, Goldwyn, Goldwyn. And, um, well, it was supposed to end um, after 36 episodes, but that's not happening because there were scheduling issues that came up throughout season david production the studio behind me to catch up a couple times so they gave us a few recap episodes to push it back and that ended up pushing the show itself out of its 36 episode core so what they're doing now is they came out and said hey guys um we're gonna take a couple weeks break however in a new time slot this is Japanese folks, you know, we yeah. we don't have this luxury here in the US. We get to watch it. <laughs> stay, on track, stay on track. Stay on track. We're getting the final two episodes at the same time airing back to back. So it's essentially you know, a 40 minute episode for the final battle uh, between the Pasta Gang and uh, King of Crimson. Yes. Now, also known as how the fuck does that work? Yeah. So I know there's a lot of you guys who are looking forward to that. I want to hear what everybody has to say about that afterwards, because I love watching. I love watching the JoJo's fandom in general. Like I'm that dude that's sitting in the crowds, like really close but like in the crowds like definitively in the crowds with popcorn watching as jojo's fandom just like goes berserk on everything and the jojo fandom is like the greatest thing ever i mean for like the past couple weeks it's been okay let's pick some bigoted thing and you know be like me and the boys looking down on race that shit is whack and have like a picture of jonathan joestar there yeah. Because, you know, he is the best boy. <laughs> Jonathan Joestar's best boy in JoJo, and uh, Robert E.O. Speedwagon is best girl. Yep. So, like, the big, the biggest thing with JoJo's, too, is that, like, it's got such a hierarchy fandom, and it is not the same level shitty as a lot of other fandoms got to. Case in point, you have fandoms like the ever so infamous Final Fantasy 7 and then for my cosplay fans, the ever so infamous Homestuck fandom. <clears throat> those fandoms were known for being very toxic is the easiest way to put it. And to put it lightly, yes. Yeah. To put it very lightly, toxic. And that's just something to keep in mind. JoJo's fandom has always been fun. And the, the worst it's ever gotten, where they even themselves joke about, is trying to get other people into JoJo's. And yeah. it's hilarious. But I mean, you know, honestly, like, can you blame people for not trying to get into JoJo? I mean, part one, look, I love part one, personally. I really do. But I will admit that it can be a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And 
then, you know, of course you wait till part three until JoJo really comes into its element and it figures out how to do both the action and the comedy perfectly and you know the introduction to stands and all that yep and that's where the jojo's excels it, it, like the biggest thing for jojo's and one of the biggest things that i'll always say is that jojo's is really good at what they do and they're also really good the author is really good at throwing out references because he is a huge music fan in my eyes and he's loves rock like Hirohiko rocky really just likes kind of everything yeah um, but you know, like the way he poses his characters is modern is modeled yeah it's modeled after ancient japanese and italian sculpture um so hence why you see all these crazy kind of feminine positions that these big early men are in yeah, yeah. and then you get um, all these names like uh from cars to that, yep. To um, pretty much every stand has, after a part three at least, is named after some band or singer, some band, singer, uh, or song. You know, but honestly, like, you know, we don't get a lot of that in the West because um, copyright law. Yeah. So you know. We we tend to have really bad translations or just boring ones like Steely Dan in part really becomes Dan of Steel. Like, like who cares? <laughs> Steely like come on. Come on. Like you couldn't just let them have Steely Dan, like please. Like Dan of Steel? What kind of chump is this? Like I mean yeah, the the most creative one that existed is um renaming Jay Guile the center because that song is the most famous song from the Jay Giles band. Yeah. Uh, there, there, there's a lot with that, and there's a lot with copyright issues that I really would like to go into specifically with anime, but like don't want to right now because that would be a whole episode on its own. So moving on. <laughs> yeah, we probably need to move on. Moving on. That's more or less what I want to cover for what's going on from last season. Moving into the new season, and I did I know I missed some stuff from last season that's probably ending in the next couple weeks. Just ask me about it. But moving into the next season, we have the next show that's going to be the same caliber as Kimetsu no Yaiba. Fire Force. And it's not the only one. There's also Dr. Stone. So for the people who don't know what either of these are, Fire Force, first of all, is done by the same author that did Soul Eater, so there's that. And anybody who knows Soul Eater knows that series was a ride. Really good series. So, Fire Force is about how the world is some time, like some couple decades after it essentially burned over. Like, the entire world just set up in flames, and there's an affliction called Spontaneous combust Combustion, where people will explode into these flame-covered demons and they're no longer human. Out to fight these things are people called fire uh, firefighters or fire force and they can use flames like after this whole like after the world got like turned up and burned into flames there were 
generations of people who were born that could use flames or manipulate flames. You had your first generations, your second generations, and your third generations, and each of them are a little quirky. The series takes place with a third generation joining a fire force department, Squad 8, and it's a ride. I will share if I will share in the future um, trailers for both this and Dr. Stone, but to put it simply, this is going to have flashy action, a very well, a very well put together cast of characters, very quirky characters, and a lot of fire. A lot, a lot, a lot of fire, and I love it. And that's that's just how that is. The second one, Dr. Stone, is one day everybody's living their lives and then all of a sudden everybody turns to stone. No reason why. Don't understand how it happened. Like it to this point in the manga where I'm at, because I stopped reading for a little bit because I had a I, I just kinda ended up dropping it by accident. And I love this series. They still haven't figured out why, but the world, literally every single living being, people, birds, all of it, turn to stone. And the main characters, only reason they survived is because they kept their consciousness over a couple thousand years. Now, I want you to think about that. They kept their consciousness for a couple thousand years and then broke out of the stone. And one of the main characters is a scientist who his main goal is like I'm just gonna use science to bring everybody back and then you go from there this series yeah this series is gonna be really interesting because it's it's not it's not necessarily action heavy but it's it's simultaneously informative on certain things and funny it's Informative comedy and then action, but it has a very interesting story and a very good art. So, those are two series that I definitely want people to keep their eyes open for. And yeah, no, those those are my two main ones going to next season. And for you, Valk, was there anything that you were looking forward to next season? Because I know you don't necessarily. I don't even look at the lists for what's coming in, and I just go on the control and Funimation throw stuff that I think I might be interested in into my queue and give it three episodes. If I like it, I'll keep watching it. If I don't like it, I drop it right there and uh, I go catch up on stuff in my backlog. Yep, that's that's what we like to get, call it the uh, old three episode try, college try. Three episodes, love it, love it or hate it. And it's a fair, it's, it's fair. Three episodes is usually enough for some series. Yeah, I mean, I only reason I give it three is I hate to watch something for like two episodes, not like it, but you know, have it actually be really good in the third or fourth. But by the third or fourth episode, you should have sold yeah. your uh, audience up. Yeah, you know? which is which is the case for most series. Now. Like those, those two are two of the main ones, but um, there are a couple other gems that I don't want to tell people about just yet that are coming out in the next couple seasons. And one, there's one that's going to remind some people about now for me. It's an Isekai. There's another that's going to be 
weird. That's also an isekai. Uh, and then how have, many of these are isekai? Just I'm I'm just those two, just those two. Those are the only two important isekais coming out next season. And it's like, well, actually, there might be more, but I don't know. But like, th th that's pretty much it. I mean, like, all in all, like, <laughs> look, there's a whole list of isekai that I can list to you right now that should get an anime, that is getting an anime, and that doesn't have an anime. That no, no. <laughs> but overall, this past season of anime, overall, I I say it was actually really good. It's very diverse because there was a lot that came out. It did Man. feel a little lacking on the comedy side because last season had Hina Matsuri and Hina Matsuri was phenomenal on the comedy side. This we also can't be forgetting about Kaguya-sama. Like, yes, personal preference here, but, you know, we started the year with that. Like, that's... that's pulling weight, man. Yeah. No, that, that that is. That's a very fair point. But, like, it was a little weird on the comedy side. That's where Sarazan Mai comes in. Um, it's a lot of good returnings, a lot of bad returnings. Like, anybody who knows me, I, they know I hate Black Clover, and they know I hate Attack on Titan. And oh I don't God. care who you are. Attack on Titan Season 3 is done now, so I've got to yeah, finish the second half and make fun of it. Like, anybody, I don't care who you are, if you find me on the streets, walk up to me and ask me why I hate both of those shows, and I will sit you down and write a diagram out for you. I will make certain points, I will explain it to you, and I will write it down in a 20-page essay for you, just just so you understand that I do not like these for the legitimate reasons, not just because, oh, this is dumb. No, no. I had so much hope. I was so sold on the concept of Black Clover, and I still feel jaded about it. Like, I, I still feel jaded about it. Like, I, I get mad thinking about it. I don't, I, like, it, it's so upsetting to me because there are still some characters from that show that I still like, but I just can't bring myself to read or watch it because of just how bad it got. How consistently it was not good enough for what it was trying to do. And that, like, kills me because it, it had it all. It, it had a great premise. It had the settings, setups for every, uh, just, uh, but. Hey, man, look, he was an industry plan for you. <laughs> an industry plan, yes, yes. When's the last time you've seen a series that was like, oh, yeah, it was scheduled for 24 episodes, 53 episodes later. Non-stop. Yeah. Non-stop. But, uh, that's pretty much all I had for anime this season. I cannot wait till the next season comes in, and I cannot wait for the season after next because season after next has one of my favorite, one of my top three isekais that I've ever read is getting animated, and it's as good or better than Slime and Shield. So well, let's hold off on that until future episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we will, we will. We're getting a little far out. Yeah, yeah, I know. But uh, that's that's pretty much all we had for today. Uh, it's just a fun, fun are, episode. Uh, are we sure we want to forget about um, Netflix and Evangelion? <laughs> you know, I wasn't gonna, but you know, go ahead, because you're the one that sat down and watched it all. Yeah. Um, 
So I sat down and watched all 26 episodes of Neon Genesis Evangelion with the uh, new Netflix dub. And I gotta say, my opinion of it dropped every episode. <laughs> oh. um, most of the voice acting is, you know, fine. You know, they did a pretty good job of casting. Um, I can't exactly pass a verdict on Asuka speaking uh, German because I don't tend to listen to people speaking German. <laughs> um, but um, they, they had a bunch of direction problems. Um, Early on, they can't decide what to call the pilots. They can't decide if they should be called... Let's just use Ray, the first child, for example. Can't decide if she's the first child, the first chilled, the first children. They, they only settled down and picked one at, like, the halfway point. Um, <laughs> they said Ava, like... In way too many different ways that Eva, Eva, Ava, um, same thing happens with, you know, saying Evangelion, couldn't pick one. Um, the subtitles don't match up to the audio, despite the fact that it's rewritten for the dub, taking out Kaoru's, I love you, Shinji, and just thinking, I like you. That's, you know? That one so is a whole, whole controversy. That one yeah, has a whole that, build, bunch of controversy that... That changes Shinji's character massively. Because it goes from him, you know, you know, this person loves me for who I am, flaws and all, and that's part of his breakthrough in episodes 25 and 26. Um, but, you know, it just makes... Oh yeah, this guy said, hey bro, you're cool. You know? It, but I will say this again. There's a lot of controversy with that because there, there have been some people that have come out and spoken about it, and you know they they're just like, hey, hey guys, calm down, calm down. And it's like a lot of the people, so a lot of people are just like, no, I don't want to calm down. Like this is stupid. This is ridiculous. I hate this. Why? Why? And, <laughs> I'm not a fan of it, but I'm not gonna crazy. Yeah, it's not worth getting bent out of shape over something this minor. But uh. Also, um, so this is kind of important. So there are like, you know, in between tiles in the last uh, couple episodes of the show that are in Japanese. Yeah. And they, you know, posit questions towards the characters. It's a prompt, but there's no audio. Thing is, you need to have the subtitle. So if you don't like watching with subtitles, you know, fact that they already don't match the audio is a problem. <laughs> but you need to have the subtitles on to understand the questions that uh, the Instrumentality Project is throwing towards Shinji and Misato and other pilots. It, it suffers from a severe lack of direction. Alright. I, I will take that, and I I do have one more gripe for Netflix before I say it go away. Two gripes actually. <laughs> Give me my Carol and Tuesday, so I can support it legally. Cough, because I want to <laughs> support it legally. Don't do this to me again, please. Because there's we no, don't want to pirate, but if we have to, if we I will. have to, I will go back to my old ways, like. 
Carolyn Tuesday, for anybody that doesn't know, is a anime done where the head director is one of the Basically, the people involved with this this show are the same people that were involved with Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Champloo, Outlaw Star, all of those. And it is a music show. And anybody that knows me knows I love music, I love anime, I love Samurai Champloo, and I love Cowboy Bebop. So this is all me. Just imagine being in my shoes where I'm like, I've been waiting for this. I went on Netflix like the day the anime started. I looked, I looked, and I didn't see it. And then I was like, you know what? Well, you know, let, let me just wait a week. Let me just wait a week. And I went back, and it wasn't there. And I looked, and then they were like, yeah, it's blocked until it's done airing in Japan. Man, I almost threw my computer out the window. Like I was heated. Like <laughs> I was so mad. Like why? I understand, because Netflix has this whole thing about, I don't want to do weekly releases, blah, blah, blah. I'm pretty sure they did weekly releases for Seven Deadly Sins, because they probably couldn't afford to do it, which is also bullcrap, because they dropped, like, over $100 million on Friends to keep it. But that's a whole different thing. There was... And then I didn't spend the money on the office. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like... I'm kind of like I'm mad because they're doing this to me. It's like I'm I'm gonna deal with it because I can binge it all when I get to it. But I'm still mad because I want to like part of the anime experience is watching it weekly, waiting that excruciating six seven days to get to that next episode because you gotta find out what happens. You gotta find out. Like, a lot of people, they like to binge it. That's why Netflix is so popular. That's why Hulu's popular. I like to watch it week by week. That's why Crunchyroll is popular for me. So, that that's my problem. Dog is trying to ruin the call. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, we're at the end pretty much right now anyway, so it's fine. But, that's pretty much all we have. There's a lot of anime coming out. There's a lot of anime I didn't cover. Where if you really want my uh, thoughts on it, please just tweet at me. You guys have my uh, Twitter. It's at Joe's Companion. Uh, that's it. I mean, like, you have anything else you want to add, Val? Uh, um, can't say I do. Um, honestly, I'm just content to been on the show. <laughs> All right, with that, guys, we will call it a day. Joe's Companion, we are done. We'll see you next time.